0: Good
1: afternoon, South Shore Insurance. This is Michelle.
0: Hi, can I speak to Michelle? Is Michelle Michelle? This,
1: this is Michelle, yep.
0: Michelle, this is Joey Jingola.
1: Hey, Joey, how are you?
0: Good, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good for a Monday.
0: This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it.
1: Certain there's a better way. I just don't know what it is. You know, somebody will ask for a referral for somebody from Florida for a trucking risk, and I'll get on there and refer somebody I know that does trucking because I don't do it and I don't know how. And by the time I learn it, they're gonna already need their policy. So <laughs> hey. I work with an agent who I know does a lot of that, and she's the first person I tag. I'm like, here you go.
0: I mean, we can do better than tagging somebody in a Facebook group, right? Well, I don't know. That was my friend Michelle Moser of South Shore Insurance down in Florida. And if you remember, a lot of the shows that she has been on really focused around creating a referral partner network exchange kind of thing. And this is kind of be the, the, the culmination of that. The, I'm going to pose a kind of out-of-the-box question to you as to should we be trying harder? Should we be doing more? to maybe streamline this. I think we might have dabbled with it a little bit on, in a previous episode, but we're really going to get into it right now. And, that, and that's kind of the question that I had asked Michelle was, you know, do we need to do more? Should we do more? Is there is there, can we be providing a better experience than simply tagging a friend on Facebook when somebody asks, hey, do you know any agents licensed in such and such state? Now, again, obviously we're all involved in, in, in a facebook group or another as to you know where a business might get referred around to but outside of just the qualification of them a having a facebook account b being in the group and c being a licensed insurance agent for the type of business that you're trying to place that's kind of it right that's about as far as it goes and should we really maybe work harder as as possibly independent agents should we be creating a network that is stronger, that has a referral process, a defined process in place? Do we owe that to the people that, you know, we are referring to? Again, you know, I, I often come across people that find our site from other states. I just had somebody today from Michigan. I had another person from Florida yesterday. And it's like, well, what do I do with these people? I mean, I know agents in those states, but, um, you know, I don't know tons of people, A, that do health insurance and B, do it reasonably well. I don't, I mean, obviously I don't know outside of knowing the person, even again, the people that we know in insurance, we just like them and they could be decent people, but kind of mediocre actually insurance agents. I, I'm just saying, I'm not calling anybody out here. It's very possible to be a likable human being and be a fairly mediocre or forgettable insurance agent. I'm just saying, we probably all know that person. And I mean, being a likable human being goes a long way in insurance, believe it or not, because, I mean, that's a lot of, of what it is, but you got to know what you're doing. And, and, and yes, I think this is important because at the end of the day, you know, if we don't pass this visit, pass this business off, like we had mentioned, I think it was the show, Are You Afraid to Send Business Out the Door? You know, if we don't, then it doesn't allow us the opportunity to really focus in on the things that we are good at. And if we really focus in on the things that we are good at and really fully take advantage of our independence then are we really just kind of not living up to our fullest potential
1: so. <laughs> it's great cuz we can really drill in on where we want to focus and what we want to do and know yeah. that still our clients are going to get taken care of you know i only work with local agents that i that i truly trust and that have the same kind of visions as i do for where our agencies are going from a marketing standpoint and everything else so our own little kind of core mastermind group if you will. Um, and those are the guys who, when I can't do it, they're the first people I ask, What do you do with this? And if one of them knows, they get it. And I know my client's going to be taken care of. And hopefully, in the long run, they're going to appreciate that. Waiting
0: for somebody to appreciate something is kind of like waiting for a conservative organization to come around. To progressive social stances. You know, it's probably going to happen. You're just not sure you're going to be alive to see it. That appreciation is something that we really can't just send to the bank as something that we're guaranteed to happen. More often than not, we're probably setting ourselves up for confusion and misunderstanding as to why we particularly can't help them. The one thing that I have kind of come to learn talking with people all across the country about their insurance in some cases is that they have a very poor understanding of, you know, the fact that insurance agents do different things. And because they're, you know, they talk to their state farm guy, they don't see the lines of insurance, right? They don't see the specializations and we don't necessarily present them again, wanting to be a Jack of all trades. Most of us, We are very, very closely guarded to the fact that we are not great at something. And yeah, some of us might be getting better, like in Michelle's case, where she sends off the stuff that she doesn't want. And I'm sure there are are others of you that are listening to this podcast that don't, but I know plenty of agents that don't distinguish themselves as, you know, what they're good at and what they're not. And they're going to, again, try and take care of every piece of business that they can. So this is where it gets confusing to the consumer. And this is where I'm kind of, again, that out of the box idea of, presenting a, a process, an experience that maybe doesn't necessarily just throw that appreciation up in a in a you know kind of little magic fairy dust and hope that it sprinkles down and finds its way to where it needs to go because I think I guess we can probably maybe do better. And I'm. this isn't Michelle's fault by any stretch of the imagination because I don't think anybody's even doing this. I don't think that, it, you know, I don't think anybody's really thought about this beyond this point. It's, you know, we've always just referred business. Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to send you our business that we don't want. We're going to, you're going to send us the business that you don't want. It's just kind of a handshake sort of spitting a deal. That's what we've always done. But I mean, what it looks like beyond that is just so crazy to me, because I, I, I'm even having a hard time, you know, visualizing this, because when we don't really have this mapped out, we don't have the time to focus on what we're really good at. And, and again, I'm going to ask you for your thoughts as to how far we should take this, we collectively as independent agents across the country, if, you know, we should somehow kind of come together and really figure out, draw some lines, you know, map the thing out a little bit for everyone involved, because... That is going to allow us to, again, provide our clients with a better experience and then ultimately a better service in the sense that they're going to get coverage that is more suited to what they need. And we're not going to miss anything, I think, is the biggest thing, because how many times have you you know, taking that phone call from that friend from high school who needs to get insurance for that one thing that, you know, you did maybe once you're not really sure when and God, you hope it's right. Because if it's not, and you miss something and all of a sudden that thing happens, boy, you probably won't have your insurance license anymore. That kind of thing. Yeah. That, that thing probably, yeah, that's what we need to avoid from doing because I mean, yes, we we don't want that to happen, but I don't think we should ever have to put ourselves in that position in the first place
1: absolutely yeah i have those fears i think every day i think that's normal you know i write stuff and i think oh well should we have or are you okay with or i see a client on facebook who says you know oh we've added this service and it's like uh um we should talk about that (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) don't do that
0: (laughs) maybe it is unavoidable maybe this is one of the biggest pie in the sky thoughts that i've ever let pass through my brain probably It would just be I'm just asking you to imagine this reality, this vision of this insurance world that we would live in to where let's just say we have even just as something as simple as a database. I think this sounds stupid. And I don't again, if, if we just have this resource again, we've we've done this informally for decades. If we had this tool, let's call it that allowed us to, again, quickly hand off the business to these people that have been you know properly vetted within the area that needs to be served knowing that you know we're gonna get something in return I, again I don't know, even if we get something in return you know we're trying to take care of our clients and again this happens so infrequent that or it, it tends it can happen so infrequent that you don't want to spend a whole lot of time messing around with it. Maybe that is just maybe it does come back to the it's work on the consumer's part. And we can say, well, I'm sorry, we don't help you. It's not our job to find or place or help them connect with somebody to solve every single insurance need. It just seems silly that we we are connected with so many different agents across the country now in these different communities and forms that we can't maybe be kind of working to piece this together in a little bit more of an organized fashion. Let me let me say this, and I this just came to me as as we're kind of going through this thing. Is is this a product of our inability to properly target market the people we want to do business with, and then at the same time communicate what we're the best at? Is this entire what now is like I think a fourth podcast on this kind of topic of referring business? Is this all a, a, a kind of a long-winded kind of depressing? conversation surrounding the fact that because we haven't gotten specific enough with who we want to do business with that we ultimately cannot you know we're not we're not attracting these people ourselves and that we have to worry about referring to business I'm just kind of throwing that out there it's interesting I don't know the answer this is really more of a of a kind of a walkabout episode. If you're coming along this journey with me, we're just kind of looking at what's out there in nature and to see exactly what we might want to bring back with us. I have no idea if any of this is, is uh, worthwhile. Again, I apologize for the last 10 minutes and 50 ish seconds of your life. If you found it just completely and utterly useless. However, it's an interesting exercise on, on, on the cause and effect of, of the realities in which we live in. And, you know, again, Should we be better at, you know, kind of directing the stuff that we do have in front of us, or should we be better at getting the stuff that we want in front of us in front of us? That's an interesting way to look at it. I don't know that there's one right or wrong answer to any of this because I'm making it all up as we go, literally. However, it's just questions that I would like to hear your answers to. Should we get better at formalizing a process to make sure that these things get off of our plate and to onto somebody's plate who can actually prepare a tasty, healthy meal? Or do we need to make sure that we don't order the food in the first place? If we're going with food analogies that I think sort of made sense. Is that the, is that the goal? Is that what we need to be doing? I don't know. The only thing I do know is that... This is just a tiny piece, a sliver, a splinter in this customer experience that we are possibly not delivering. And yeah, it might be a very small, tiny fraction of the piece of the problem of the puzzle of whatever you want to say. But it's these little slivers that will eventually become kind of our worst nightmare. All right, we're bringing back the serious question, and it's actually going to be a little serious this time. So uh, this, last, this past week's newsletter, I, I talked about uh, a couple kind of threads that got started in our mastermind group on Facebook um, about associations and things like that. And I kind of wanted to know, be honest, where do you think the industry, meaning the insurance industry, any part of it has let you down? Be it getting your license after you're getting your license, you know, the agency that you got started with, you know, starting your own shop. I I say that tentatively because I hate saying it that, you know, again, that that allows you to give somebody else the power, the control, an excuse to give yourself as to what not to have done or what didn't happen. But if there's something that you can think, where has this industry let you down? What is that? What does that look like for you? How do you think your career would be different if this thing was better for you? I'm just curious. Joey at girlprogram.com. Let me know. I'd love to hear what you have to say regarding that and ultimately who you kind of think needs to have a firm talking to. Joey at girlprogram.com.